What is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. I'm your host, Mitch Davis. It is Monday, March 2nd. It is finally March, March Madness time, baby. Get those brackets out. Get your TV set up. It is time for March Madness. Very special edition of the podcast today. We are going to be joined by Iowa Center, Luca Garza, National Player of the Year candidate. Great player. Absolutely one of the best players in the country. He's going to be joining the podcast today from Iowa to be talking about his candidacy for the Player of the Year running and also his Iowa Hawkeye teammates and his team as well. I'm your host, Mitch Davis. This podcast is brought to you by S.Y. Wilson in Arlington, Tennessee on the historic Arlington Depot Square for all your collegiate needs and all your bait and tackle and everything in between. Be sure you go check out S.Y. Wilson in Arlington, Tennessee on the historic Arlington, Tennessee Depot Square. Tell them Mitch Davis sent you and they'll hook you right up. They've got everything from collegiate to bait and tackle, Yeti and everything in between. They have it there at S.Y. Wilson on the historic Arlington, Tennessee Depot Square. So as promised, I'm going to be joined by Luca Garza. He's in the running for Player of the Year candidacy. He one of the best interviews we've had on the show. He talks about why he thinks he belongs to or deserves to be the player of the year. And he also talks about this Iowa Hawkeyes team who is in the running for potentially making the final four. So be sure you check them out. It's a lot of fun. It was a great interview. So be sure you enjoy that. And we're also going to have more interviews and more college basketball content over at No Huddle Sports throughout the entirety of March. I'm the editor-in-chief and senior writer there at No Huddle Sports, so be sure you go check out No Huddle Sports. He just dropped our latest bracketology. But without further ado, I would like to welcome Luca Garza to the podcast today. He's going to be talking about his Player of the Year candidacy and also talk about this Iowa Hawkeye basketball team. Hey, Luca, how are you doing? Uh, This is Mitch Davis from the Mitch Davis Show. How you doing? I'm doing great. Man, good. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about your Player of the Year candidacy and talk about your season a little bit. So, uh, talk about your season a little bit and what have, what have you guys seen so far in the Big Ten? You know, I think, you know, it's kind of clear that this year, you know, the Big Ten is, you know, the deepest league in the country. And every night, you know, you're going against a great team with, with a great coach and a, and a bunch of tremendous players in them. You know, especially our league this year, you know, it's the presence of big men has been, you know, unlike anything, you know, I've ever ever seen. You know, every single team has a, you know, elite elite big. So it's just been a lot of fun being able to battle against a bunch of really talented players. You're unlike most big men in the country. You can have that outside shot, you also have that inside presence. Talk about your game and who you like to model your game after a little bit. You know, I think, you know, my game is just you know, based on just reading attack and when I feel like I have an advantage in the, in the inside, I go and, and try to score in the paint. But when I feel like, uh, you know, it's better for me to stretch the floor, you know, I just think I go into every game being able to read situations and know, you know, kind of how to score. And I think, you know, I, I've, I've watched, you know, a lot of basketball, you know, my entire life. And I think I'm always adding different things from different players into my games. But, you know, I grew up watching, um, you know, kind of, Kind of like a lot of old players, you know, Jack Sickman, Kevin McHale, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Hakeem Olajuwon, um, you know, and, and, you know, present day guys like Nikola Jokic, guys like Joel Embiid, 
you know, just, you know, and everyone in between, I kind of take things from, you know, individuals, games, and kind of try to add it to mine as much as possible. Um, you know, I've always just tried to be, you know, someone who could do, you know, pretty much anything, you know, offensively that I, you know, that I would ask to do, you know, be able to stretch the floor if I needed to or, or go inside the paint or, you know, put it on the deck a little bit. I've just always tried to be, you know, kind of a complete player. You know, from your time at Iowa to where you are now your junior season, what are some of the things that you maybe say, hey, these are the most improvements that I've made since my freshman year at Iowa? You know, I think there are a lot of things. You know, once I came here, um, you know, I never really played this kind of style in terms of the way we push the ball in transition, and it's really changed, you know, my game as a basketball player. And so once I got here, learning how to run the floor and, and run to the front of the rim as much as I could and and, and post up early and, and be able to score before double teams can arrive, I think that was one of the biggest improvements. But I think, you know, I think one of the obvious ones is something I'm still trying to improve on to this day is obviously just my athletic ability. I think since my freshman year, I've gotten just – a much stronger, you know, uh, able to hold myself uh, and hold my position a lot better and not get bumped off, you know, my moves at all, which has happened to me in the past. I think this year it's really came to fruition in, in that aspect, but also just my, you know, ability to run the floor, my ability to, you know, defend has, has improved a lot. You know, I feel like I'm getting to places earlier and that's kind of resulting in me avoiding foul trouble as much as I have been. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, trying to protect the rim a little bit more. And, you know, although, you know, I'll never be, you know, kind of an elite shot blocker, I think I've done a, I think I've done a, you know, a good job this year of trying to do that as much as I can. I think there's just, you know, since I got here, just with all the coaches here and, you know, obviously with my family, just working on that and a lot of different stuff I've improved in many different ways. Let's talk about coming back from your injury. Uh, you had an injury, I think it was last year, the year before that. Talk about that injury and what you've done to come back from it. Uh, ten times better than you ever have been. You know, I think, you know, it was before, you know, my sophomore season, I had a, a cyst in my abdomen, and, you know, I had to get it, you know, removed. Um, and it was, you know, obviously a very large cyst, almost 10 pounds. And, um, you know, that's definitely, you know, when you work all summer, you know, preparing for a season and, you know, to have to go through something like that before a season starts is, you know, obviously very, you know, troubling. And, and, it's, and it's, it's a struggle, you know, because, you know, you want to be out there with your guys and, and different stuff like that. And I think, you know, I was really blessed to be here at the University of Iowa with a, a team of doctors we have. And, and, you know, obviously the coaches and my teammates just really supported me and I was able to get um, you know, back on the floor really quickly and not miss a game. And I think, you know, it definitely, you know, kind of stifled some of the work that I put in, you know, from the summer before. But I think, you know, it was just, you know, all part of my plan. And I think, you know, I grew a lot from that experience. And I think, um, you know, since then, I just have tried to improve in, in many different ways and, and just get in get a lot stronger, get a lot, you know, in better shape, be able to play a 40-minute game if I need to or longer and, and, I think I've been able to do that. Last basketball question I have for you, then we're going to get to a couple get-to-know-you questions for the rest of the audience. They might not know you all that well. Talk about why Iowa? Why Iowa? Why the Hawkeyes? Because you were recruited out of high school. You had your options. You know, uh, Everybody knows the story with the former Maryland coach that kind of took you underneath his wing. Talk about coming from Washington, D.C. to end up in a place like Iowa City and to play for the Hawkeye Nation. Well, it's interesting. When I was, you know, 
Coach McCaffrey started recruiting me when I was really young. You know, it was, he was my fourth offer, my first, you know, high major um, offer. And, and, and it took a while for a lot of the other high majors to come around and start offering me, you know, going into, he offered me going into my junior year, um, junior year high school season, the summer before that. Um, so I was going into, you know, my junior year and I'd only had, I was my only high major offer. You know, a lot of high majors were staying away because they didn't think, you know, I was athletic enough to play at this level. And, you know, going into my last EYBL season, um, you know, I had 10 offers and the only high major still was Iowa. And I had a bunch of mid-majors who were really good programs. And then going into that summer is kind of where I blew up. I, I was able to play really well in the EYBL circuit and kind of proved that, you know, I could definitely play at the high major level. And I think throughout that whole time, I just built such a close relationship with Coach McCaffrey. Um, and, and I visited a couple of times and, you know, I just really, in the end, I kind of rewarded the loyalty because he saw something in me before, you know, any other, you know, coach at this level did. And, and, you know, that just meant a lot to me. And, you know, once I came and visited, I just kind of fell in love with the campus, the team, just the culture around this program. And I knew that, you know, I could do something special here and, and I'm still striving for that. Everybody knows you as a basketball superstar. What is something maybe that Hawkeye Nation doesn't know about you, but you would like to tell them uh, to make your to make your mark here at Iowa? Um, you know, I think there's you know a lot of interesting things you know people don't know about me. You know, in high school or started elementary school, I was in I was in the uh, the orchestra, and I played the viola from elementary school to all the way to senior year of high school, and that's something. You know, I haven't really continued since then, but music was a big part of my life for a while. You know, and also, you know, I'm you know half Bosnian, European uh, from my mom's side. So I think those are two things that are kind of interesting that you wouldn't really know about me just based on, you know, watching the games. When you're not at the basketball gym, what are you doing? Are you playing video games? Are you hanging out? What do you do when you're not playing basketball? Well, I'm not playing basketball, you know, I think... You know, basketball is a huge part of my life, so when I'm not playing basketball. Most of the time I'm watching basketball, you know, or trying to do homework or anything else. But, you know, I definitely do, you know, play video games as well. You know, Fortnite I like a lot, so I do that sometimes. And, and and you know, as well as that, you know, I always, in our house, you know, I live with four of the guys on the team. We have, you know, kind of three TVs in the living room, and always two of them have some sort of college basketball game going on. So as soon as we get home from practice, we're sitting on the couch watching, you know, people play across the country you know, or NBA. And so, you know, I've always, I'm really, you know, obviously just really in love with the sport. So just watching it at any level is kind of, you know, what takes up my time. You know, you, you mentioned watching college basketball and you mentioned playing Fortnite. Who are some of the teams, other teams and other players that you would like to have a chance to play against in the March Madness? You know, I'm I'm a guy who wants to play against the best, so I think, you know, the number one team, Kansas, I think it would be, you know, awesome to play against a guy like Udoka. Um, he's obviously a tremendous big man, and I think um, when I look at college basketball, I have really, really, you know, strong confidence in our team that we can beat anybody in the country. So, you know, um, I think it would be fun to play against the best. Two more questions I have for you, then I'll let you get to practice a little bit. This is a question that a lot of Iowa fans and a lot of fans in college basketball like to know. Who is the best Fortnite or 2K player on the team? Okay, you know, the best, you know, Fortnite player on the team uh, is either Jordan Bohannon uh, or Cordell Pencil. You know, those guys are, those guys are really good, and I try to play with them sometimes just to, you know, kind of get better, but those guys are, are way ahead of me. Um, yeah, those are definitely the best of that. You know, 2K, 
we got a couple of different guys who are really good at 2K. You know, um, Austin Ash is, is pretty good at 2K. Um, Bakari Evelyn and um, Nico Hobbs. I think those three guys are, are really good at 2K. Also, Ryan Cleaner, those four guys, I would say. Last question I have for you, and I'll let you get to practice here. Make your case for player of the year. What would you tell the voting committee, you know, guys like myself who are looking at you and looking at your stats and looking at you as a whole, what would you tell the people like that to say, hey, vote for me and, and vote for Iowa as well? You know, I think much like this team, uh, my whole career, uh, I've been doubted. And, you know, people didn't think I could play at this level. You know, they didn't think I could play at the high major level. And, you know, I, I think I came here to, you know, really prove you know, prove a point. And I think this season I've been able to do that, that I can, you know, I can play and be excel at this level. And I think it's the same thing for my team. You know, coming into this year, you know, we were picked ninth or 10th in the league. You know, we weren't supposed to make NCAA tournament. You know, we've had injuries and, and you know, losing, you know, Jordan Bohannon, you know, our, our closer, you know, our point guard. Um, you know, losing Jack Nudge, who was supposed to be a huge part of what we were supposed to do this year. Losing Patrick McCaffrey was going to be a big key for us off the bench. And obviously, you know, handling different injuries of, you know, CJ Frederick and other guys and, and, and suspension of Cordell. You know, there's been a lot of adversity that's, it's hit this team. And I think we've proven that we can, you know, handle that adversity and, and excel, you know, through that adversity. And I think we've done that. You know, we've seen, we've seen all sorts of stuff and been able to, you know, be down and come back and whatever the case may be. I think we're a team that's just really, you know, mentally tough and, and driven and, and has a lot of grit. And I think that's the same thing that kind of just embodies who I am as a basketball player. And I think, you know, I go into every game and I play as hard as I can. And, um, you know, that's my mindset going in, in, in the, into every game. You know, I don't, I'm not really looking at the stats or anything like that. I feel like that stuff, you know, comes when you play hard. And I think for myself, you know, the, the reason I am who I am is, is because of, you know, all the work that I put in over my career. And, you know, every summer just being determined to improve every single day. And I think this this summer kind of changed my life in terms of, you know, every summer I worked really hard. And this summer I kind of took it to a whole new level and was just really, really determined that I wanted to, you know, step up into the, this new role in this team and, and lead this team to, to, you know, its potential. And I think I've, I've started to do that and I have a lot of work to do and I think our team can really do something special here. Luca, man, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Good luck the rest of the season. Drop your social media. Tell them where they can find you on Twitter and wherever else you like to share with the uh, Hawkeye Nation and the rest of college basketball. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You know, obviously my, my Instagram is lgarza underscore 55. And, uh, you know, I think that's the same as my Twitter. You know, Luca Garza, you can just look me up. You'll see me. Uh, you know, give me a follow. Hey, good luck to the rest of the way, man. Go Hawkeyes. Good luck to your team the rest of the way, and good luck in the, in the voting here. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me on the show. You have been listening to The Mitch Davis Show, brought to you by Eswell Wilson, the historic Arlington, Tennessee Depot Square. A very special thank you to Luca Garza for coming on the podcast today, right before practice and right before the meet of March Madness, for coming on today, and he talked about why he thinks he deserves to be named the player of the year it's simple hawkeye nation hashtag vote garza i've been your host mitch davis follow me on twitter mitch davis underscore eight like the facebook page at the mitch davis show or also you can find all of my college basketball work at nohuddlesports.com the editor-in-chief 
of the college basketball section over at Nuttle Huddle Sports. A special thank you to Iowa legend Luca Garza for coming on the podcast today. Hawkeye Nation, I said it and I'll say it again. Vote Garza. Good luck to the Hawkeye Nation to the rest of the season. And a huge thank you to Luca Garza for coming on the podcast again today. And to our sponsors at SY Wilson. Remember to head on over to Twitter. Follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight. Like the Facebook page at the Mitch Davis Show. Or also head on over to No Huddle Sports and check check out the latest bracketology that we just dropped this morning. You have been listening to The Mitch Davis Show.